Hi everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls, One Gay, a podcast that explores everyday conversations about life through the eyes of two girls and one gay, with your hosts, Shanice, Nidia, and Marco. In this episode, we touch upon the topic of insecurities. We've all got them, and we all deal with them in different ways. To find out what some of our insecurities are and how we've managed to deal with them as we've grown, make sure to continue to listen to this episode. So grab a snack, make a drink, and get comfortable. Because episode four starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode four of Two Girls, One Gay. I'm Shanice. I'm Marco. And I'm Nydia. And how has everybody been doing? Well, I just got back from Brazil almost a month ago. Ooh, what'd <laughs> you go to? Almost, yeah. What'd you do there? Um, you know, travel, all that good stuff. Rumor has it, <laughs> you had some work done. <laughs> I got a BBL, I got um, a breast lift, I got veneers. I got veneers. And they botched her. No. I got the, I got the box eye. fell out into the fried rice <laughs> just now, so they did a good job. So yeah, how do I look? You look good. Great. Very natural. You might want to go get another <laughs> revision. <laughs> no, just kidding. She's we're kidding. Yeah, she did not get a BBL. <laughs> she was, everything else, yeah. <laughs> everything. Is, yeah, that tooth did fall into the rice. But yeah, she was traveling. She visited her boyfriend. She got some content for at Thirsty AF mm-hmm. on Instagram, best mm-hmm. travel account on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, she's so sweet. And they're TikTok. so generous. Thirsty AF <clears throat> on TikTok as well. Yeah. What about you, Shanice? What have you been up to? Um, just same old same. Just working and she living. got a new job. Oh, yeah, that's a new job. I got a new and job. And not just at any place. Can you please? I'm not gonna say the name. <laughs> Let's just say the man went into space today. <laughs> she got a job at. <laughs> Cut that out. She's the reason we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, work's been good. What about you? Oh, good. Um, I've just been working also. Um, on Thursdays, I've been going to Splash with Alex and Belinda. So Ooh. that's like a new little thing that yeah. we've been up to because right now they're like premiering RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. All Stars, season six. And who's your favorite? Raja O'Hara, yeah. I'm rooting for her, or her, or Ginger Minj, either of them. But awesome. on Thursdays here at Splash, they have, um, like, a premiere party for the episode. Mm-hmm. And the, there's, like, two drag queens that host it. Their name's Deja Sky and Cara Coronado. They're really cool. Shout out to them. We got to, like, meet them and stuff. And Aww. the last time that we were there, Deja came up to us, and she was, like, going around asking us, like, questions and stuff. So I was like, oh, this would be, like, a good little um, topic for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, like, she pretty much went around and was, like, asking us what's, like, the one thing that we look for in a partner, and then what's, like, the one thing that... um like is our pet peeve mm-hmm. from like a partner so i said i didn't really have like a pet peeve i don't think i ended up answering that mm-hmm. question but for the one thing that i look for i just said that i would like somebody that is humorous because mm-hmm. y'all know me i love to laugh i love to yes. crack jokes um so i think i'm pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's what i look for is like humor in a guy so like what do you guys look for when it comes to men 
Tell me. That's a good question. I would say there's a lot of things that I looked for, like, when I was still dating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Shanice is married. Nydia's in a relationship. I'm, so. I'm not looking for any man at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're not looking for... No, but I would, I would honestly say, like, if I could give advice to, like, younger people that are dating, mm-hmm. I would say, like, find somebody that you can laugh with because... Yeah, that's you know, so important. Life is... Life can be very... Live, love, laugh. Yeah, love, laugh. Yeah, really. Live, love, laugh. <laughs> like this poster says... <laughs> <laughs> but I would definitely say somebody that you can have a good time with, for mm-hmm. sure. Somebody that has a good sense of humor, and somebody that has like a similar sense of humor as you do. Yes. Because I've been around some some people, man, and it's hard. It's tough room. <laughs> what about you? Oh, that's a very loaded question. I think for me personally, I think you guys made obviously valid points, but I think it'd be someone who's secure in themselves um Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel threatened if i as a woman or as a person individual want to pursue whatever you know so someone that doesn't feel like they need to compete with like if that makes sense you know someone to be like literally your partner yeah i think that's important for you because you're a very ambitious person Mm -hmm. and um you're very independent as well so i think Mm -hmm. it takes a very secure man to Mm -hmm. deal with a woman that is ambitious and independent for sure going everywhere (laughs) and she's never in one spot so what about be secure what's the since you guys are in like you're married and in a relationship what's the one like pet peeve that you guys have for your boyfriend and for your husband i know mine Mine is he gets really bad allergies. <laughs> and my pet peeve with a human is when they're just like, you know, having their allergic reactions or, you know, just like sniffing and like making all those weird ass yeah. suffering, suffering, <laughs> gasping for suffering air to no fault of their own. <laughs> Does he have asthma too? Yeah, he has. Oh, poor guy. Poor Ting Ting. Yeah. yeah. And he has year round allergies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way too, but. And because I've gotten older, I've grown out of my allergies. But I used to annoy this girl. Fernando actually asked me the other day. I forgot what we were talking about. But I think last time we were here swimming at your house a couple weeks ago, you probably brought it up. How we had this sleepover. Yeah, Mm -hmm. bad allergies. Um, We had a sleepover. I don't know how old we were. Like probably 12 or 13. around there. And it was the summer, I remember. And I was, like, sniffing because my nose was itchy. And I was going, like, I guess in my uh-huh. sleep. I never knew I did that. And she was so angry. And she brings it up to this day. Uh-huh. I'm surprised you didn't write it in your uh, maid of honor speech <laughs> at my wedding. I know. <laughs> and that's so crazy because, like, we're in the Central Valley and allergies are very common yeah, here. Very so, common. like, you are not going to be able to escape that. Yeah. Maybe one day. One day. Maybe one day. You'll mm-hmm. get allergies of your own. <laughs> Mine would be snoring. I hate mm-hmm. loud snoring because I guess like if you like a, yeah. a, not so loud then whatever. But if you're like super loud where you're like <laughs> and like you sound like you're fucking dying, I'm like bitch. Actually, they probably are dying. <laughs> well, they need to get a, C- to a get a CPAP or what is it called CPAP? Yeah. Get a CPAP machine or something because I'm. But not... do you want to hear that? No, I don't actually. <laughs> that's why I don't. Can't be that's together. why I, I don't like people spend the night on my place I'm would like, you bye. break off a relationship if somebody snored or if they came over and they they had their bag and they're Dude. like oh this is just my CPAP 
Would I'd you break like, it off? I'd be like, you're gonna run on my PG and E bill. Sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I one time hung out with this one guy, and this was my my mistake. We it was like the first time we were really gonna like hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, oh, let's go take a trip. So we went to San Francisco, oh. and we were supposed to stay there for two days. But literally, like the first day, he snored so loud, and I couldn't sleep. You're a light sleeper, huh? Yeah, I'm a super light sleeper. I couldn't sleep for shit, you dude. You made him drive back. I think that- <laughs> Concert? Are you supposed to? We were supposed to go to the ice cream museum. The ice cream museum. Oh, okay. But it was worry. like we had to wait until like the afternoon. <laughs> well, you'll and get I your was, chance. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm over it. Like after we had like um, lunch, I was like, I kind of want to go home already. Dude, the you next could day, even do yeah. two nights. Dude, I couldn't. He was so loud, like super, super, super loud. Can you mimic just like? Like he was like. <laughs> I was like, dude, how am I gonna sleep another night? So, yeah, and I mean, the chemistry wasn't really there either. You know, like when that was just like the last straw. Yeah, like when you hook up with somebody, it's one thing, but when you're like trying to see if you have things mm-hmm. in common with them and you really don't, it's like, okay, well then this isn't gonna go anywhere. Yeah. So it was just like, what's the point of staying like another night? And yeah, we came back home and we haven't talked since. <laughs> Hope he's listening What's right now. What's his name? Shout him out. Oh, fuck. I don't even remember his Shout name. Shout out Jeff Bezos. Hi. <laughs> what about you? I would say my biggest pet peeve that my husband does is he bites his nails, which you wouldn't think bothers someone else, but, like, he literally, you'll hear, like, oh, and then you'll hear, like, crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> Dude, Fernando and me are literally the same because I bite my You bite nails. your nails, yeah. too. Yeah. Does, does Fabio bite his nails? I think yeah. you guys are the same person. I literally bite my nails. I'll be at work Y'all biting my nails and shit. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a trinity. The only time, yeah, the holy trinity. The only time he stopped biting his nails was, like, during COVID. And that was the first time I've ever seen his nails long. Oh, my God. It was so weird. <laughs> He's not scratching you. I, like, that was the first time he ever, like, cut his nails with, like, a nail clipper. It was so crazy. But, I yeah, it just it drives me nuts. Like, I don't like the sound of people chewing. Mm-hmm. And, like, when he bites his nails, I can hear him, like, grinding down the nail. <laughs> and, like, like the lip, like, the wet lip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, just, sucking it almost? Like, not sucking, but, like... Just the crunch. Like, the wet finger, like, moving mm. across the lip. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It just... Oh, my gosh. I love out. that. We oh do the same God. thing. Oh, my gosh. Your men are going to be listening to this, and they're going to be, like, so insecure. No, he's, he's, I've, I've verbalized this many times. They know. He knows, yeah. Ooh, they definitely know. Speaking of insecure and insecurities... Insecure uh-huh. season talk, five! I know! Let's talk about the best TV show, Insecure. No, let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk about um, insecurities. That'd be a good topic for our listeners. Um, Definitely. Because we all have them. We all have them. Doesn't matter how much we try to say we yeah. have what, what would you guys say is like your... Or one of your biggest insecure insecurities? Mm, <laughs> I can think of two. So I would say my insecurity, and it's always been like this. Like, I used to be, like, really good about going to the gym. And I think at my lightest, I weighed, like, 120 pounds, which is light for me because I'm big bone. I have big bones, actually. <laughs> had an x-ray, and the doctor was like, you have a big bone structure. Oh, shit. So. Did he really? Yeah. You got no. to be He's like, you're pretty solid. You're big bone playing football. <laughs> 
But no, um, even at like my lightest, I had like abs and everything, but I had like this little like, no, I wouldn't even call it like a pooch, but like my stomach was flat. You could see like the obliques and then I had like a little dip is, mm. you know, the kids call it a fupa. <laughs> so I guess like my fupa, but I actually saw a video the other day where some girl was like, somebody had commented on my stomach because it sticks out a little bit. And she's like, but there's like internal vital organs in there. She's like, I have a uterus and I have like organs in there. Like, of course my stomach would poke out. I have like Especially a stomach. Especially for a woman. Yeah. Wow. So I used to be, I would say I'm still a little bit insecure mm-hmm. about it. Cause no matter how much weight I lose, I always have it. We all got it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like growing up, my biggest insecurity, and I didn't realize it till later was my teeth. What? And like we're joking about like getting your teeth fixed, but I have I've had you know I know a good doctor. <laughs> I know a good doctor, so I'm not insecure about it anymore. But like I would look back on pictures and I'm like, oh my god, my teeth look like that. And I was like a regular with going to the dentist yeah. and stuff. And they never suggested braces ever. So yeah. I just thought, okay, well I never really thought any anything of it until I got older. I look back like after my teeth mm-hmm. are obviously straighter. But I'm like, oh wow, that's crazy. I was really yeah. walking around like that. I would have never like thought that you'd be. I didn't even know that. Yeah, either. I would have never thought that. And I've known you forever. <laughs> I think it's like a recent, yeah, like realization, realization of an insecurity. It's so it's funny you mentioned that because remember we were sharing pictures um, from like an event that we had, and then you look back at pictures and you're like, oh my god, like I actually look. <laughs> I look yeah. All this stuff like. I guess, like, talking about insecurities, if we're going to go there, like, mine has always, like, for the most part, been, like, skin, because I've, you know, something mm-hmm. with acne since I was, like, young and stuff like that, so it's, like, even though sometimes I look back at pictures, I'm, like, yeah, maybe it was, like, a few little pimples or not even that bad, but for some reason, like, oh, it was the end of the world for me, you know, and yeah. I was just, like, oh, I hate this so much, it's, like, especially when you literally, like, go to all these doctors and you try to, like literally you probably do more harm over doing it mm-hmm. by like you know thinking you're doing all this stuff mm-hmm. and like over cleansing and all this stuff and you're just like why and then you know sometimes it's out of your control yeah. and I think well I guess that's my insecurity yeah. and sometimes acne like I think a lot of people especially when you're younger they think you have acne because you're dirty yeah you wash your face or you just have bad hygiene but, like, me and you have both been mm-hmm. through this. Like, there's actually health conditions mm-hmm. that a lot of women endure that cause your acne. And it's mm-hmm. out of our control. I can't rearrange my hormones or control yeah. what's going on internally, maybe to an extent. But if the doctors can't figure it out, I can't either. Yeah. yeah. Well, those would be mine, too. Honestly, it was the same. For me, it was acne and weight. Mm-hmm. And my acne, I remember it started also, like, when it was, like, my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just, it's always been like an issue for mm-hmm. me. And it really wasn't until like, I started going to like a dermatologist and they showed you like the medications that you can take, the right, like, um, antibiotics, the, the creams, all that yeah. stuff. And it really is just like, you have to be consistent and do it every day. But you know, it can also be expensive if you don't have mm-hmm. like insurance and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a struggle that every time, like you see, like, a little pimple pop up you're like oh my gosh like mm-hmm. here we go here we go again yeah yes but yeah that acne mm. oh acne was a big one i remember maybe like three remember when i called you all like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I called Nydia one day, like, Aww. when she was living. I think you were living in Argentina already. I had just mm-hmm. moved, yeah. And I had called Nydia because I was feeling super sad and, like, depressed about, like, my skin because it broke out really bad. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. I had, like, the pictures of it. And it was just, like, ooh, very bad, like, cystic acne. And I remember I called Nydia to, like, vent. But her internet was, like, really <laughs> really sucky so like we couldn't even talk and it was like it's okay i'll call you i'll text you (laughs) i feel better yeah but you know i it's great now like obviously like you learn what you need to be doing and luckily i have like my insurance Mm -hmm. now and i can go to a dermatologist Mm -hmm. and i love it but back then it was it was a struggle and also with weight too like I, I've always been, like, a like a chubby kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, just... I remember how you were saying, like, looking back at pictures. Mm-hmm. When I look back at pictures, I'm like, dang. Like, I used to think I was so big back then. But, like, in those pictures, like, I was tiny. I wasn't... Mm-hmm. I was not big. Um, and, it, yeah, it's like you're, you're so insecure about, like, these things that are, like, almost small issues. But mm-hmm. you make them bigger issues in your yes. head. And it really is until you, like, learn how to accept and, like, love yourself that those insecurities, like, they kind of become less. Mm -hmm. Because that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at now, like, with my body. Like, I'm no longer, like, really insecure about my body. Like, Mm -hmm. I love my body. I love my legs, my butt, my chest, all that, you know. Love to show it off, you know, for my peeps. And yeah, like I feel good about it now, and it really—I think I that, that comes with that comes with like age, you know. It really does. You grow yeah. up and you learn, like how to really like accept yourself, and you really do learn that like you can't rely on your body forever, like eventually. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say for anything, I was gonna say what? No, forever. You can't rely on your body for shit. <laughs> Forever, because every you know everybody like ages, and everybody's yeah. everybody's bodies are so different. There's mm-hmm. no like same one and I think that comes to with like the pressures of like media back in the day where like the look was like super skinny versus now everybody like celebrates curves Mm -hmm. let's take a quick break to remind our listeners that our episodes are available on Spotify YouTube and now on Apple Podcasts as well if you're an Apple user please make sure to download our episodes and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing and continue to follow our Instagram account on instagram.com slash Two Girls, One Gay podcast to let us know what topics you want us to discuss in future episodes. That's Instagram.com slash T-W-O-G-I-R-L-S-O-N-E-G-A-Y podcast. Now, let's get back over to your hosts. Can I add real quick? Because, like, now that you mentioned that, I also remembered another insecurity of, like, when I was young. So, when I was, like, younger, I, I think more so, like, in high school and, like, early college, like... I was, like, really skinny. Like, especially high school, I think I was, like, really skinny. And I just remember, I think, like, then, like, towards the end of high school, it was, like, the the trending thing was to be, like, curvy, you know, and, like, have big butts and, like, that stuff. And I always just felt like, oh, I'm so skinny. Like, I have no thighs. Like, you know, I just felt like a stick. And I remember that being an insecurity. And it's just, like, funny that you can literally be any size and be insecure. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Know. It's, like... It's almost like it's just in like in your mind. He's like, it's like crazy. <laughs> That's like so sad. He's like, oh. Oh. It's crazy. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> That'll be the end of our podcast. Yeah. And you know, also I was I remember the last time that you guys came over, and you know, even like 
people might not think like guys really have insecurities mm-hmm. or like like straight guys like mm-hmm. yeah um but like oh, hearing hearing fernando mm-hmm. talk about like how he was like insecure about his body a little bit mm-hmm. like i was like oh that's like nice to hear because you don't really hear like guys express themselves about mm-hmm. like their insecurities like yeah. that and it's like he it's funny because like you he may think like oh like i don't like my body but you're you like you love him and you yeah. love his body and it's like you don't even think that that's like mm-hmm. an issue right so i guess it's just in your mind yeah it really is our I guess mind is our biggest fuck up yeah it really is i guess we're kind of lucky because we live in a time where diversity is starting to mm-hmm. become more celebrated um yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I agree. It helps because it's like if you think about when we were young, like even up until college, you didn't really see diversity like you see now, mm-hmm. like representation in shows and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So yeah, you felt like, oh, yeah. I don't look, you know, this specific weight or height or look, like you know, the skin of my color, the skin or like the color of my eyes, like my hair, like. Literally, you just had literally, like, maybe one carbon copy of, like, yeah. what you should look like. And it wasn't really representative of what the majority of people look like. Yeah, you saw it everywhere. You saw it You saw mm-hmm. it in the music industry. You saw mm-hmm. it on TV. You saw it, like, on the news. Even models. Models. Like, fucking America's Next Top Model. Ooh. <laughs> Growing up, do you guys think you were more influenced by people that went to your school that were considered like the hot girl or the Mm -hmm. hot guy or like celebrities what do you think influenced how you felt about yourself and how you felt you should look i think for me it was like the kids in my school Mm -hmm. me too um because you know you had like the the jocks i guess they would call them that all the girls gave like the attention to but at that time like i was like i was like still with my whole like sexuality ordeal Mm -hmm. but i was trying to like be this i was trying to look like these people because i thought that's what like what yeah what the girls wanted and i'm mm-hmm. like oh i wasted my time doing that <laughs> i should have just been myself <laughs> what about you i think for me it was a combination to be honest because yeah like obviously you're influenced by who's you're around most of the time and you know when you're in school it's your classmates but then also like the media and what you see being portrayed like in music videos and like especially back in the day it was like always a thing for like a video girl right yeah and so i think it was like oh i should look like that you know but yeah i I definitely think it's a little bit of both yeah because we didn't really have like artists that were um appreciated for like being bigger yeah i think the only one that i can think of is like missy elliott but they didn't appreciate her for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I don't remember true. Pe- people being like, "Oh, we love, we love her body." Yeah, that's. that's true. I don't even know what her body true. is. Her like, artist. No, you're right. Because she she would always wear baggy mm-hmm. clothes. I think yeah. she still does to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows why she might do that? She might also do that out of, you know, I don't know. I'm not oh. gonna put words in her mouth. <laughs> I wonder if it has- wow, I'm professional. <laughs> No, because um, I heard Billie Eilish is... That's the reason Billie Eilish yeah. would wear, like, big Because she doesn't want to be sexualized. She doesn't want to be sexualized, yeah. Because she's, like, obviously got yeah. like, a really curvy body. So maybe Missy Elliott would do the same thing. I don't know, but... I remember watching her episode of Cribs and, like, actually seeing her face and it not being, like, in a really theatrical music video and thinking, oh, my God, she's so pretty. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have she expected is. it. Yeah. It's so crazy. But, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, maybe she was doing that 
like purposefully and it was to her advantage because you weren't focusing on her body you're focusing yeah. on her music yeah and it's not like i was a big missy elliott yeah. fan or whatever but i never never focused on that that's true yeah and i think that's the other thing too right with the media and how the gays <laughs> oh yeah not the not g-a-y-s g-a-z oh the male gaze. the male, male gaze. yeah and it's like they do say like oh women are supposed to look like this and you know all of that and it's like yeah <laughs> did you guys pick up on that i taught them about this a couple Shanice weeks ago did teach us, i had no idea about this when yeah, Shanice taught us and it really did like boycott make sense. the gays. <laughs> boycott the male gays. The, the male gays. Stand G-A-Z-E's. the female gays. <laughs> I literally thought you meant gays. Like, <laughs> well, tell tell us about the male gays. Give yeah. us a quick little. So it's basically cool it has everything to do with how women are perceived in like TV, media, mm-hmm. movies, film, whatever. Like um, women are. Their worth is placed on how attractive they are, mm-hmm. and the character that they play in the movie is based on their attractiveness. Like, I watched a video the other mm. day, and they said, like, the easiest way to tell when a movie is filmed with the male gaze mm-hmm. is when they're introducing a female character, mm-hmm. and they introduce them, like, starting from, like, the legs up, and then it goes oh to my the God. face like, or lips. There's so many films like that. Yeah, it yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, that's how people or like slow motion with like the wind. Yeah. Who do we think the gays are? I think it's Harvey. You know that guy. Weinstein. Weinstein. He probably was like fucking the guy that MGM, the one that owned MGM. Okay. He yeah, he was like really bad. Like if you haven't seen the Judy Garland movie, they talk about like him how he would like pretty much abuse Judy Garland and stuff. It's really good. Really that's good crazy. Movie. I think a lot of early <clears throat> um, films were based on the male gaze because it was male like screenwriters. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. even name one female director. Can you guys? I can't. And no. I'm, not, I'm not into film either, but I, I seriously can't. I can that's think so of like true. females that have produced movies, but they weren't like the screenwriter. Yeah. But, you know, I can't really name any male directors either, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I can't really name them either because I wasn't, like, big on, like, films back in the day. Yeah. I guess now I could. Like, I could name some directors. like Ryan, But definitely Ryan, Ryan no Murphy. females. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Um, Janet Mock. She's the one that does, like, Pose. Oh. Yeah. But that's TV. Yeah, that's yeah. TV. Films, I'm talking film. I feel like film's, like, a bigger, a bigger mm. thing in Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm... I'd have to There's like more now. Out. They're just not publicized yeah. the way that men are. Like, uh, what's the guy? James Bay. What's his name? It's the one that always has... Remember I sent you guys that video on Twitter? <laughs> and it was like the first time I wore a pad. <laughs> and it no. was the director. I can't think of his name. He was walking. No. Walking like he had a pad. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I just saw a picture of him. I can't think of his name. But yeah, anyways, cut that whole portion out, no, please. No, it's interesting. I think it's interesting. <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense, like, when you see it back in the day, um, the perspective of, like, yeah, how, like, there was a certain look that mm-hmm. was what media thought was attractive. And you can see how that obviously would um, persuade people to think that this is what you have to look like. Mm-hmm. And... You see the difference now. You fast forward to, to today and you see so many different artists celebrating their bodies, their individuality. I love it, yeah. And it, to me, it's awesome to see because I think of, like, the younger generation. I'm like, they're going to grow up feeling more secure about themselves. I mean, there's always going to be insecurities, you know, right. but 
I would like to think that some of like the things that we thought were so major will not be for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about when celebrities post stuff that's supposed to be like relatable? Like they'll post like them undressing from like a red carpet and they have spanks on or them like without makeup or you know what I mean? How do you guys feel when celebrities try to post like relatable content that's based off of like common insecurities? I think it's acceptable, obviously, to show the process that goes into like be- becoming these celebrities because it's yeah. it kind of like takes away the it takes away from the feeling of like this is how everybody's supposed to look in that in that entertainment mm-hmm. industry and makes them be more like normal a sense of norm normality because you're like okay it takes make it takes all this all this team to put this glam team to put together this person and like when they take all that shit off it's like well they really are just like a regular person yeah i think of j-lo because like when j-lo is like in her getup she looks obviously young and youthful but when she has like no makeup i mean obviously like her age shows and Mm -hmm. she's a beautiful lady beautiful woman um but you can see like obviously that Mm -hmm. she's in her 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 I think age. in her 50s, right? 50s or 40s, something like no, that? No, she's in her 50s, 50s, for sure. So, you can... It just means that, you know, like, it's all, like, the power of the power of makeup. Yeah. Or what and about, like, how celebrities... Or just... I don't want to say celebrities, but people that have a platform in general. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, like, a lot of people will post, like, after they have a baby. Or women will post after mm-hmm. they have a baby, like, their postpartum body. And, you know, just things that go beyond just your appearance. Just things most people have insecurities about because i feel like i've been seeing like an influx of that lately Mm -hmm. when you look at like you know these people's pages it's not all like polished and curated and any or anything like that it's like real they're trying to get real pretty much i think it depends on the delivery like you can tell when someone maybe is only doing it because it's like i don't know it's hard to trust these celebrities and I guess people with a platform because yeah. sometimes it's kind of like maybe their team's telling them you have to po- post more content that's mm-hmm. like more relatable so you can appeal to these people. And yeah. I feel like that's a big push with celebrities that before um, maybe didn't touch upon certain things and like now they do, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, well, it benefits them. But I think at the end of the day, it's beneficial for kids more than anything and like teenagers and, you know, all of them who see these things and like, because they're easily so gullible with what they see and what they believe. So I think um, even if it's not with pure intent that these kids can see that, you know, this person that they idolize, you know, they also struggle with things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that they get real. So I, I don't see it as a bad thing, in what's, my opinion. What's, like, some advice that you would give to, like, the younger generation or just somebody that's still kind of, like, dealing with insecurities? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, like we we talk about we talked about our weight and our acne as one, um, <laughs> as or both Whack both of our whack and me. my teeth. Whack oh yeah, and your teeth. So like, how are how what are some ways that you guys kind of helped yourselves not feel so insecure about those things? Oh, that's a good question. Because I don't know. I feel like with age and time, I've learned to not care what others others perceptions about me and I think that comes with like building confidence with yourself and I guess for me I don't know if there's a formula but I just feel like okay I 
I don't know. I've just been able to do things that I want for me. And it's like when I stopped caring about doing things for others, it's like when I was happier. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like a correlation between that. But I, yeah, that's hard hard to say to be like oh don't care what other people think because we all do and I still do sometimes you know and with certain people especially so it's like that might always be there but learn how to maybe like zone that out and not listen to that voice because words words do hurt obviously but I think sometimes you got to learn that there's people that their words really don't matter Mm -hmm. so like if it's somebody that you really don't know or you don't care for like their opinion of you doesn't shouldn't affect you Mm -hmm. that's that's their own that's their insecurities there you know oh okay i thought of something that i thought about once and i was like oh my and i feel like it's always helped me um but it was like sometimes like let's say i don't know i'm like oh this person's gonna think about me like when you have an interaction with someone it's very likely that you go home and you think about them 24 7 like you know I don't know if that makes sense. Like, let's say we, like, I don't know, we had, like, a little fight or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it was just, like, not a big deal to you, but to me, I'm thinking about it, and it's, like, eating me up for days, and, like, you're not even thinking about me, so it's, like, if someone's not even thinking about you 24-7, why would you think about them and their opinions Mm 24-7? I don't know if that makes sense, sense, but... It does. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you, sis. I feel you. What about you guys? Well, for me, it's the same. Like, I feel like with... With age, it just stems mm-hmm. from, like, um, getting to know more about yourself and getting to become more confident with yourself mm-hmm. and really just realizing that there's somebody out there that's going to love you for how you are. Like, you shouldn't want to have to change mm-hmm. yourself to please other people because even that is still probably not going to make those people be interested in you. Mm-hmm. Like, you really just need to learn to love yourself before you can love somebody else. RuPaul says that if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? And it's to me, it's so true because how can you um, try to find love with someone else if you don't even have that with yourself? Like Yeah, and then you project those insecurities you, yeah, onto your, exactly. your partner, and that's just a recipe for disaster. That's going to be toxic mm-hmm. by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> Um, I would say for me, probably along the lines of what you guys said, mm-hmm. definitely. I don't know why you look like Jeff Bezos right now. <laughs> I literally uh, saw bitch. his face. Nah, let me go to space. No, I was like, you're so wow. I was a little bit busy. What's in this water? Am I giving a Rayonki? <laughs> <laughs> Is it giving Ariane? <laughs> I would say for me, um, yeah, definitely along the lines of accepting yourself and living your life for yourself Mm -hmm. but I think the main thing for me is just as I get older I start to learn more about you know myself and I don't see myself as like a body I see myself Mm -hmm. as a soul Mm -hmm. and I I learn the things that I'm able to give back to the world and what I offer to other people's lives and I know that I'm a giving person I know that I'm caring and I'm loving I know that I'm funny to Mm -hmm. the right group of people (laughs) and you know I see myself as that I don't see myself as you know just the exterior yeah just the body and I feel like when you start to realize those things and you start to find little things that you can appreciate about yourself and you know that you give value to the world or someone's life or to your dog or whoever Mm -hmm. then you start to value that over what your appearance appearance can give because what does what can your looks get you and like I know that's a whole another conversation yeah about like pretty privilege or whatever but like literally what can your physical looks offer to the world nothing nothing Mm -hmm. 
That's what you, I love that. That was, that was beautiful. like beautifully said. And, you know, surrounding yourself with people that love you yeah. is also important because then like if they love you for who you are, like that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. All the other stuff is just BS. It shouldn't yeah. be important. Like Gaga. looks shouldn't matter. Um, cl- I just, like social class. I don't know. Like you know all the. All <laughs> He's the, like out of my mind. All the non-important <laughs> stuff that you would probably feel insecure about, it kind of just dwindles out the window when mm-hmm. you're surrounded by people you love, mm-hmm. people that accept mm-hmm. you. Well, and that I, is so true. I remember my dad, a couple years ago, he had said, like, when I'm around family, I get, like, this energy. He's like, I can't explain it, but I only feel it when I'm around people that I love. And, mm-hmm. you know, now that yeah. we have our house, mm-hmm. we've had people over. I feel that. Like, you feel this sense of just, like, peace. I can't explain it. It's like you, this energy just overcomes you, and you feel, you know, you just feel good. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So... Oh. Not to say I didn't have that when yeah. I was younger, but maybe I just didn't know how to appreciate that mm-hmm. or maybe recognize that. Yeah. No, I know what you mean because I feel as I've gotten older, and I think more so since the pandemic, I've learned who is deserving of my energy and vice versa. And I think you you learn that over time mm-hmm. as yeah. well. It's you know, I love that, and I think that's a great way to end this episode just remember to always love yourselves and insecurities are always will always be there but through time you just got to learn to not focus so much on those the negative thoughts that you might have Mm -hmm. and really learn to appreciate who you are and every part of who you are Yes. That's yes. beautiful. That's, that's a good end note. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for sponsoring Ooh. this episode. Come on, space. <laughs> on Bye, that, guys. On that note, we hope you guys have a great day. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.